Welcome to episode five of the Serial Killers podcast. I am your host, Serial Killer Chris, and today we have a special guest. He is one of the biggest cereal influencers in the world. He is also the co-owner of the Crunch Bowl, the perfect cereal bowl for people that doesn't like soggy cereal like me. Please welcome to the show, Ami, a.k.a. Cereal Life. Hey, man. Thanks <laughs> for having on? me. Thanks for coming on, man. It's a pleasure hearing your voice in high fidelity. <laughs> I'll just tell you that. I tell you, the reason why you have all those followers is because you sound amazing. And now I get to put on these headphones and I got to listen to you for a couple hours, however long we go on. I'm Bro, this, like, I hate my voice, like, with a passion. Like, if you would see me do my voiceovers on uh, TikTok, you'd be like, I'd be like, cut, cut, cut. I try to get it perfect, but, like, you know, like, you never sound like yourself in right. your head. Like, it actually comes out on video. But I've started to embrace it just because TikTok loves it. I get the worst, I'm not going to say compliments, but like, oh, you sound like Will Smith. I always sound like somebody else, but I'm like. Get no, your wife's name. Out <laughs> yeah. oh, my mouth. But, yeah, my voice is deep and weird, and I don't know. But, hey, I've embraced it. That's kind of like what our whole page is known for is my voice now. So, you know, make, make me a couple of dollars. But, uh, <laughs> All right, man. So, um, you know, before we get started into the real hard questions, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up at? Where do you live? Yeah. Um, so born and raised in Toronto, Canada, uh, here in Vegas, you know, just because, well, it's actually my one year anniversary. Uh, my wife, Shira, in the background, a.k.a. serial wife, is over here with me. And uh, we're just having a good time. I mean, like when I thought of Vegas, um, maybe 90 percent of the whole reason why we came here was to come see you come see this place which is absolutely incredible everyone who's listening you guys gotta check out the serial killers kitchen here in uh, in las vegas and you have a couple other stores but um yeah it, it, you know we're just having a good time this this time around and uh, just happy to be here man thank you appreciate it now this is going to be a question that has nothing to do with cereal so mostly like in the african-american community and also in the american community when you say Toronto, obviously everybody thinks of Drake. Is Drake that big of a deal in Toronto as we hold him up to and over here in America? 100%. Drake, Drake, you know, everyone says put Toronto on the map. He did for sure. I mean, we have a couple other, like, kind of Toronto-esque. Weekend. Oh, weekend. We got the Beebs. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely the Beebs. But he doesn't, I don't, I don't think he openly, like, not that he does not claim yeah. Toronto, but... No, I don't think a lot of people actually know he's from uh, Toronto. Right, right. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't or like Canada. You know, wear it on his sleeve like uh, like Drake does. But yeah, man, I love Drake. You know, he's um, he's great. He's great. I got nothing bad to say about Drake. Definitely. Yeah. We're going to yeah. uh, give him a full citizenship so he can't yeah. come back. <laughs> but yeah, I love Drake, too. He's uh, yeah. it took it took me a long time to I'm not going to say understand his music, but to like really get into the hype because I'm more of the against the grain uh, I try to like what people don't like. I try to find my own little niche, but I'm like, he's undeniable. It's kind of like Jay-Z for me. Like, I was like, no, I don't like Jay-Z. Then I went to a concert and I knew every single song. I was like, I guess I like Jay-Z. That's, that's <laughs> so. right. I mean, you know, it's funny because like um, I, I, in my Instagram bio at Serial Life, it says author. And a lot of people ask me, like, you know, what, what do you do? Like, do you write? Um, and beside from like the captions and sort of thing, I actually, I wrote a children's book about five years ago and okay. it was you know, about kids, teaching kids about swearing, and it, it was fully rhyming. It's like a 15-page, like, total rhyming uh, children's book. So you're a rapper. So <laughs> that's where I'm getting at. No, yeah. um, but but there's something else, you know, in the works. Uh, you know, you heard it here first. Like, okay. that's coming on, like, a kid's book that has to do with rhyming, and I'm working on it with a really cool dude named Chad. Something something really awesome may be coming soon, so stay tuned. Hopefully, that's amazing. Yeah. I, have a, I have a book also coming. It's just pretty much going to be 
like the first chapter of our journey into like this whole cereal store, like all of our ups and downs. And it's pretty much just about like, you know, you fall, you have to get back up and it's just going to be like a coloring book for kids. So it's nothing too crazy, but let's get into some of the tough questions. Yeah, yeah. And because I know this one's going to be very hard for you because you've tried just about every cereal in the world three times. So I'm going to give you two, um, you're going to be able to answer two questions in this one. What is your favorite cereal all time? And what is your favorite cereal out right now? It's a tough one. Well, you know, uh, I knew you were going to ask me this question, and I'm still not ready for it. But what I will say is that uh, they're two very different questions. So all time, I'll have to say, like, there are a couple ones that hit me in the nostalgia bone. Um, like, one of my favorite movies of all time is Monsters, Inc. Okay. So I remember as a kid, my mom bringing home that Monsters, Inc. cereal. And it kind of had, like, it was like, I don't know if it was, it was like Canadian exclusive, but it was like a paw print. Okay. Uh, uh, of a cereal piece. And then it had like those little morsels, those little bursts. It's kind of like cereal acne, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that, that cereal, like when I, even when I see that box, I start tearing up. That's how emotional I get. <laughs> That's how emotional I get. I love that cereal. Um, it probably tastes different than it tastes, tastes like probably tastes different in my mind than it actually did taste. Yeah. But that one brings me back. Um, there's a lot of cereals that I think they just sh never should have messed with because they were just like alpha, like the original uh, Waffle Crisp recipe. Um, I used to have boxes of that. Um, we spoke about earlier about the Rice Krispie Treats. That's an excellent cereal and a little hack. Um, you're not going to make that again, it seems. So pick up some Rice Krispie Treats, break them up with your fingers, wear gloves, of course, and then uh, and then drizzle, put some milk over it. It, it, it really tastes like 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 like, so it, like it used to. So. A um, little bit more work, great cereal. Uh, right now, right now, the best cereal. Can I ask you that question first? Uh, my favorite cereal right now is probably S'mores with a Z. The, um, and then I'm not going to say Cinnamon Toast Crunch because I eat that all the time. But uh, so probably, yeah, S'mores with a Z. Um, oh, man, this is this. So here's another exclusive. So I don't um, I have this thing against bagged cereal, you yeah. know, I yep. guess it's probably trauma from the childhood of being poor and only getting the generic bag cereal. But I have to give uh, Malta Mill their, pro their props because their little French toast, French toasters are their, their top tier. And so that's, that's one of my favorites right now. And I, I do enjoy the cinnamon French toast frosted flakes right now. So those are, yeah. those are kind of my go-to right now, but I would say s'mores with a z because it's very documented that i hate marshmallows so for me to actually like a s'more cereal that is definitely shocking I, and i hate chocolate cereal so that's <laughs> that's that's the biggest shocker that that cereal was amazing and honorable mention the the cookies and cream uh rice krispies are amazing i think people yes. sleep on those yes those are really good those are really good i actually like all those choices um mine could you give me a second to think about it you mentioned the chocolate cereals i'm like yes this is the one it's also a little bit like I, i'm like macgyver kind of with my stuff so i i it would it's the have you tried the captain crunch churros in a bag the chocolate captain crunch churros in a bag nope. yeah they came in like little snack pouches about a year ago that in a bowl with milk i don't know if you're supposed to eat these bag things i think you're supposed to put in your like kids lunchbox well, or something you eat everything in milk i've I, seen I, it I, I eat, cereal exactly will it cereal <laughs> everything we put we put uh, smarties french fries <laughs> anything uh not tuna yet but soon <laughs> yeah so so if you can still get at your hands on on those those little bags i'm telling you like the crunch is Captain Crunch tier, really, really, really great. The chocolate flavor is excellent. I think it's the closest thing to the old school uh, Choco Donut Crunch okay. that you're going to get. Excellent. 
Excellent. Would the would a question be better if I ask you what's your favorite chocolate cereal right now? Your favorite cinnamon? Your favorite fruity? That's th- that, is that, that an easier question. You know what? Like it, it it actually is kind of because like people say like oh you know what's your favorite cereal? But the different categories make a big difference because when I'm into those types of flavors, I'll reach for it. Right. So I would I would have to say like. That, that that one's for sure the, the best chocolate experience. If you're talking about like more of a, like a cinnamony, like you know, you gotta go with the cinnamon toast crunch. I feel like pops gives me like the, the like the Canadian pops. Okay. They're not like uh, pretty squishy. They're kind of like crunchy. That's a really good cereal that you should try. And then Rudy, I mean, that's the thing. I can go for Fruit Loops. Like people, you know, don't talk about Fruit Loops as much. I, I like Fruit Loops. I think I like it more than Fruity Pebbles. My uh, my wife would disagree strongly. But yeah, that's pretty much my uh, my lineup. There. My wife would agree with you because she was on yeah. the second episode of the podcast. And I said, what was your favorite cereal? And she said, before we started this store, it was uh, Fruit Loops. And I gave her one. I was like, Fruit Loops? Because I think nothing is better than the cereal that I like. <laughs> Right. But all right. So what would you say is the most underrated cereal? Would it be Fruit Loops? Uh, I got to think about that. The most underrated cereal. I think I would have to say like, I would have to say Captain Crunch. I think it's, a, it's just like the classic one, like the no berries, just like classic Captain Crunch. I don't think we talk about it as much, but it'd be great. Like what we do on Cereal Life is we post like a lot of like the news, nostalgia and like crazy creations, like some of the stuff we shot here today. And, uh, and people love that. But if like, if I could go back to like the basics, um, that would be like, probably the first post I post. Definitely. And that's yeah. when I, like when I was talking to your wife, I asked her that question. And uh, well, her favorite is what I say is the most underrated is definitely the French toast crunch. And we already touched on the, um, I think the rice, even the cinnamon crispies, like that whole line of rice crispies that they've been putting out. They haven't really put them out. They just kind of threw them out there. If you got lucky at Target to see them, but yeah. I think they needed a lot more respect and they deserve it because they're actually really good. But yeah. People think you always have to add sugar or bananas to Rice Krispies, so they don't get the love. All right. Now, this is a this is an easy question for me. I can tell you the, the, th- the top three very fast and very easy, but what are the three worst cereals you've tried? Oh. That doesn't, but you can't say. No Sour Patch Kids. Uh, no Jolly Rancher. That's true. <laughs> Those ones are like rancid. We saw one earlier. Uh, Little Debbie Cosmic Brownie is for sure one of the worst. Uh, so hate. disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really, really bad. I think it's yeah. I think that's that's what it is. Everyone had kind of had some expectations for it. We got the lead. We're posting them with the photos. It comes in and it just just tastes like dirt. The yeah. next and it smells so weird. Like yeah. the smell is like it doesn't even smell like chocolate. Like it smells like toes. Like stinky toes. <laughs> that's a great one. Toes. Um, uh, I yeah okay. Then I, then I gotta say like I hate to say it because um. I mean, they're trying to be healthy or something like that, but Magic Spoon just tastes like dust. So I just put every single Magic Spoon right there. But Magic Spoon, if you're listening, if you would like to pay us both $10,000 exactly. a month, we will definitely say it doesn't taste like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I just ruin every sponsorship possibility. Sorry, Magic Spoon. It just doesn't, it's not great. And then, you know, like the... But did you die? That I, should be their, I'm still here. <laughs> that should be their slogan. Our cereal isn't good, <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> For everything. That's actually good. Um, and then what's the, what's, what's that? What else is bad? I mean, there's a lot of things I, are bad. Um, my Pe- yeah. absolute worst, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm biased, but Tropical Fruit Loop. They were, I was like, this tastes like you have these high expectations of like, like pineapples and all these tropical fruits. And it was just like, that was, if you guys go back to our YouTube video, like my wife eats everything and we both spit it out. Like yeah. it was that bad to it, me. If you've ever like vomited in a Tommy Bahama store, oh. that's, that's <laughs> the, <laughs> That's the tropical fruit loops experience. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. Um, so we've already touched on your uh, since you can't come up with one, just give us your top five then. <laughs> <My> top, <laughs> your top five. This top is like 
you're on um, Survivor with Ethan and you get one bag of uh, cereal with five boxes. What are you taking That's with right. you? That's right. Okay, so this is this is going to be very uh, in line with the milkshake we just made because I, I actually blew me out of the water. So um, right top five right now, uh, Waffle Crisp, even though it's a different recipe, um, this is in no particular order. So Waffle Crisp, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the s'mores you mentioned is there, uh, Oreos. I actually really like them. A lot of people like, are like okay about them. I really like them. Uh, and the last one is I really like Reese's Puffs Cluster Crunch. I'm a big peanut butter fan. So uh, right off the shelf, those are those are the five. The Oreo O's, like I see a lot of people getting like, I, I'm not sure if it's Japanese version or like the red or something. Have you had those ones? You know what? I have a box. It's unopened. It's in my house. I haven't tried them yet. Tried them yet. Okay. I wonder like yeah. what was the biggest difference or what's the hype around around those ones. Now on to the next question. Sure. Do you pour your milk first or do you pour your uh -huh. cereal in the bowl? So, oh, right. So now with the crunch bowl, keep your cereal crunchy all day long. So here's the thing. Let me just clear something out. Okay. So we have this, this cereal bowl that we made, Ethan and I made together. Um, Ethan actually, you know, thought of it many, many years ago. We rolled it out together uh, a couple years ago. And people think that, you know, you put the cereal in one compartment, the milk in the other compartment. But the way to really, really do it. You I take, did that. I messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's what it looks like. That's what we got. You actually inspired us to make like a little card. Okay. It just says you pour, you pour the cereal very top and the milk comes right after that and then you have your cereal stash for just a little bit more for those listening Extra. it's it's kind of like a swimming pool you got a shallow end at a deep end you put your cereal in the in the in the shallow end you put your milk milk in the deep end and then when you want a little more you tap it over the edge but in this case you put your cereal all over and then you have you eat your cereal like you would normally and you have a little cereal stash you have some extra some extra yeah and then we had a uh, we had a post that went uh, that did pretty well this week. Um, it was actually about somebody asking us to put ice in their cereal. Have you ever tried that? I actually I, I did a couple of years ago because there was like this viral video of Gene Simmons okay. uh, putting ice in his cereal. Um, I thought what was better was um, there are these guys on Instagram called the Cereal Boys, and they told me many many years ago, like when I first started out, they were like, "Keep your fruity pebbles in the freezer." I said what? Oh. And he said, keep your food pebbles in the freezer. I said, okay. And actually, really good. Really good. If you want extra, yeah, if you want extra crunch to your cereal, put it in the freezer. Even though I hate fruity pebbles, but yeah. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna <laughs> try. So how long have you been into cereal? Like what got you started on this cereal journey? So both my parents are immigrants. They okay. kind of yeah, they 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 kind of moved to Toronto and they were both just really hardworking people. Really came from like my grandfather actually came came in and my parents were about like five six years old respectively and a lot of the dinners it was just like you know uh, they're out working like hey make yourself a bowl of cereal now it sounds a little bit sad uh, very blessed you know Same story we so. ate we ate very well we ate very well don't get me wrong but um, that was my introduction it was like okay I can make my own food I can start cooking and I yeah I considered making a bowl of cereal cooking and uh, and then I just kind of fell in love with it. Definitely. Like, well, you can see here how you can go wrong making a bowl of cereal because we'll yeah. get somebody like, all right, let me get Fruity Pebbles. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, Fruit Loops. Okay, then let me get some Frosted Mini Wheats and some Peanut Butter Crunch. And I'm like, okay, you sure you want that? But like I say, uh, making a bowl of cereal is an art now. Definitely. On to our favorite game. It's going to be called This or That. So where we'll give you two cereals and you pick which one is better. Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Fruity Pebbles? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cocoa Puffs or Cocoa Pebbles? I got to go Cocoa Pebbles. Smacks or Golden Crisps? Little Cockroaches. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I, I would go Sugar Crisp, but that's, uh, I'm, I'm going to actually go for the Roaches. I'm going to go Golden <laughs> Crisp. Okay. Yeah. 
Captain Crunch, OG, or Frosted Flakes original? Captain Crunch. Cookie Crisp or Chips Ahoy? The old recipe of Cookie Crisp was so good, but uh, I don't know. They, met, they they keep on changing the, the Chips Ahoy recipe, too. <laughs> like I'm just like, I'm like... You guys have the cookie. Just make it smaller. Yeah, nobody <laughs> can figure out the cookie. I don't know why they can't figure out the cookie. Just just take it back. Like I mean, the, the, original, the original Cookie Crisp... Yes, but now probably the chips are white. Yeah. Peanut butter crunch or Reese's Puffs? Reese's Puffs, yeah. And then Sour Patch Kids or Jolly Ranchers? Oh, here we go. I'm going to go with the Sour Patch because like it's just like fun to look at. You okay. know? I think the Sour Patch was actually good as like like a snack, like without the milk. And like I know I give, um, what do you call it, uh, Jolly Ranchers like the worst cereal ever. But they did perfect. At making the cereal taste like a Jolly Rancher, in my opinion, it was just not great in milk. It was terrible. That's right. But it's it's kind of like you know, like you know, we we're here and we had a conversation earlier. We're talking about how cereal companies don't really innovate enough, and I mean, then the Cinefuego Toast Crunch comes out, and yeah, it made taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're shaking your head. I know it's it made taste disgusting, but I got to give them credit. They tried something new, so I can't knock them. I can't put them on my worst cereal list because yeah. I just feel like. Um, you tried, and, and here's your participation award. And the thing, like you said, like, what was it supposed to taste like? Was it supposed to be good? Like, it smells like big red gum, and, like, uh, that's what it tastes. It tastes like a fire, the fireball alcohol a little bit. Exactly. Like, that's kind of, they did good at what they were trying to do. It's just, I don't, I just want to know who sits in these meetings, in these test groups, and is like, this is the one. Because I'm like, oh, you guys need to get fired sometimes. Right, like, wh- where, when is the right occasion to eat this? I, I don't know. I, I still haven't figured it out. And I didn't know if it was, I, I thought, I didn't know, like, because it came in the pouch. I thought it was just like a snack. I didn't, and I saw cereal at the bottom. I'm like, do they want you to use milk? Do they want you to eat it as a snack? Like, what is the, what, where's the instructions for this? Right. <laughs> have you been to any other cereal bars throughout the country? I have. And what are you, like, what are your thoughts about them? Uh, personally, like, uh, like, I don't want to ruin anybody else's dreams, like, unless you just have that whole plan, but I'm hard. Like have, having experience, you know, four stores, because my original idea was just bowls of cereal. And yes, I think that can work on like a food truck or like a smaller like kiosk type space. But like, you know, when you have to pay rent, have to pay employees, like how many five dollar bowls of cereal can you actually sell? Like, do you think that's the reason a lot of them have went out of business? And because they're not like what well, we did, we decided that cereal isn't going to work like just in its purest form. But we have to do ice cream, milkshakes, waffles, iced coffees. Like, am I wrong for thinking that on other companies? Is it just no one's really figured out how to market a bowl of cereal long term? Well, I, uh, just to answer the last question, like, I think you have figured that out. I mean, with your following and the stuff that you put out, it's like out of this world amazing. So, you. Um, you know, if, for, for the cereal life folks coming and watching, I def- definitely check out the Cereal Killers, Killers Kitchen on TikTok and Instagram. But what I will say is that um, cereal and ice cream go really really well together because like oh, cereal and milk go really milks. well together yeah. you know what i mean it's just like frozen milk it, it just works like my favorite ice cream period is cereal ice cream companies who are doing that i just gotta give them credit because like it just tastes so good and i would pay ice cream prices for that um I, like yeah you're right to sell just a bowl of cereal a lot of companies come and have come and gone is because like i feel like people feel that like they can just do it themselves but you know yeah. here in las vegas people walk by they're like i've never had that before i may have seen that on tiktok like i gotta try that you have all that appeal so what you're doing 
and just being here and just seeing like the overflow of people coming in and out, uh, you got to keep doing it. Definitely. Keep, yeah. Yeah. Like um, I said, we want to pivot, make some little slight changes that I'll show with you later. Uh, but, but definitely, I just think that like we're, we're, instead of branding it as a breakfast place, we we're, we're going the dessert, the dessert way. Cause I personally think cereal is better for dinner anyways. So I'm not really a wake up in the morning. Let me grab a bowl of cereal. I usually don't even eat breakfast. So that's uh same. That's it. Never, that's never stopped innovating. Yeah. Like, uh, like whatever. I saw some t- people doing tacos, like do tacos, you know? Oh, you haven't seen our fruity pebble taco. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if we, I mean, it might be sold out from the weekend, but we have, um, Fruity Pebble and Cinnamon Toast Crunch tacos. So it's pretty much like the white chocolate with the Fruity Pebbles attached to it. So, yeah, we do a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of what people will call stunt food or donuts and stuff. But it's just like we we throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. That's pretty much our thing. And I don't want to be like those other ice cream brands who just have to go through months and months of research. Like, just see what happens. Because all that research, those people behind the scenes aren't your customers anyway. So, I just kind of do whatever. And, and now I used to be like, so on my videos, I want them to be perfect. And, but I don't, I just, whatever I film, I'll edit that. And that's what you guys get. And the ones that you don't put any effort for, those are the ones that blow up. The ones that you try, you get 13 likes. And that, that's, that's why you will succeed like, and continue to succeed. It's because like you versus the big players in the game, like the big companies, oh, we need testing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we need like research studies and survey monkeys. Like, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing what you should be doing. I said, you're doing God's work, you know? You just, you get an idea, do it, you know? If it works, all right. If not, try something else. I think what's bad is I don't even try the stuff before I put it on the menu sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it sounds right. Like, why doesn't Fruity Pebbles and... Oops, all berries sound good in a milkshake. Like, why do I need to test that out? <laughs> like, I, I know what it is. That's <laughs> why you got me? Yeah, definitely. So let's move on to your page, Serial Life. When did you start that? And what got you started into, like, did you set out to be a serial influencer? Or was it just something you were passionate about? So you just kind of started posting about cereal? Well, yeah, I, I always loved cereal. And I had the name Serial Life, like, Way back when, like when I first got on Instagram, like like twelve years ago or something like that. Like that was my name. Like Drake was Champagne Poppy. Like I was Cereal Life. That was just me. Oh, I thought it was more like Tupac, where he had Thug Life on his stomach. Oh. So you wrote Cereal Life on yours. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> that's like, but yeah, I, I, no, I, that was just kind of the username. Then a, a buddy approached me. He's like, "You're eating cereal all the time. You love cereal. Um, why don't you actually start like posting about it?" Uh, shout out to my buddy Ellie. And then it, we, you know, we were late one night. We were just kind of drinking, and we're like, "Okay." Let's do it. So, uh, so, so he's a photographer. Like he came in and, and he was taking some some photos. Um, and then uh, as time went on, it was just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start taking this like to the next level. Like I, I I just posted about the cereals that got me excited. I would go to grocery stores and just take photos there. And I, I just, to my surprise, like a bunch of other people just had the same passion as I did. And um, here we are. Yeah, I would say I think I started following like you were one of the first people like I just like searched cereal and followed all like the top pages. And at that time, no one is anywhere close to where we are now. I think you you're probably in like the the teens uh, for thousands of followers and you're up to 50,000 now. So like what has been your secret for growth? Is it just consistency or like is your content got better? Did your wife help change <laughs> everything? Like, what's been the uh, the big difference? It's it's all my wife. Yeah. It's all my wife. Definitely uh, behind the scenes for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, being consistent is, is super important. Um, that's that's the first thing. But being you know creative and innovative is also very important. Um, I 
I think that that would probably be the combination of it. Like we had a little recurring segment, which was like, will it cereal uh, where we try like funky things and turn it, put it into a bowl with cereal. Will it work? You know, some of the highlights are um, Oreos, just Oreos, just like break them up, put them into some milk. Like it's delicious. It'd be golden Oreos for me because they're better. Fight me. Anybody wants to argue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that, that works. Um, uh, I remember a, an old buddy of mine, he, his father owned a bakery and he would get like leftover like cake, like just like that what didn't sell. It was like kind of like a sponge cake, marble cake and stuff like that. Get soggy like super quickly, but you just put that in a bowl, put some milk over it. It's great. So um, that was one thing that got, got people's attention. The news just really helped. Um, so posting about like the newer cereals and now, of course, like the company's just like, hey, you want to try out this cereal? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, yeah, well, speaking on the news, that leads to our next question. Yeah. So this is like my I'm like jealous moment because I'm like, how does he get all the news first? I'm like, I'm like, one, does he have somebody who works in there? Two, does he secretly work for these cereal brands? Is he secretly a spy? <laughs> Exactly. Or like three, did he just build these relationships over time? Are they approaching you or did you just find, I don't like, I really don't want your secret because I think like that's, that's all you, but it's like, I was talking to Kifrika and I'm like, he gets like, when you, like my heart was broken when you got those uh, LeBrons. I was like, why didn't I get the LeBrons? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't I get them? I was like, y'all could have, because I'll talk about it after you answer, but I think like Kellogg's doesn't like me personally, but then I heard they kind of don't really do influencer marketing as much. I thought it had something to do with the fact that they have a cereal bar also. But uh, but yeah, so speak on like how you built these uh, relationships. You don't have to give any any secrets of how to do it, but just like what. Uh, yeah, I, I won't give any any names. Uh, you know, you know, some some very beautiful people in the world. Um, but I, I will say that relationships over time. Okay. Like you have to understand, like like all this these awesome cereals like behind us, like. They're not making like, you know, a hundred of them, a thousand of them. They're making like sometimes millions of these boxes, right? So it's very difficult, I think, for companies to keep that under wraps, if that makes sense. Definitely. So there's, uh, there's uh, just being around in, in any space for like four years is just, there's just folks who, who end up kind of seeing them somewhere, spotting them and they're like, hey, have you seen this? Have you, uh, have you tried these yet? Um, and that's typically how I get it. That's typically how I get it. And there's some relationships that like are more recurring, some that, you know, just pop up and like, oh, have you seen these these <laughs> caramel corn uh, pops that never made it? They're a cereal oh, the, the, the popcorn ones, right? You know what? That That's the one cereal. I think that, no, there's a couple, but that's like one of the few cereals that actually never made it out. I forgot all about those too, because there's a, um, a popcorn place right behind here and they, they have like the bed. They're known for their popcorn. Uh, remember, but uh, I was going to like try to do a collab with that cereal. And I never seen those pops. That's right. So, uh, yeah, just relationships over time. I think in any space for any, any of you guys, you know, just looking to, you know, start an account on, on something like just just start doing it. And then you're going to start building community. And then that community is going to want to be a part of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's that's kind of what people feel like when they're. Yeah, Cause those are definitely my highlights. So the first thing I do, like I'll see like, oh, wow, I haven't seen these on anywhere yet. So I like, All right, let me go check Cellulite's page. Uh -huh. Oh, he posted these five months ago uh -huh. and I'm just now getting them. But like I, I do, like you always get the message because I'm excited when I finally find something that I haven't seen. Uh, so I'm like, yes, I finally got one out there. <laughs> but I, I, have you seen the Snoop Loops? Everyone's talking I about I just saw it. Uh, I follow Master P. So he had just yeah. posted about them. And uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Like I'm saying, like, I think that'd be an easy brand definitely for us to work with if they want to help push 
their cereals out, but you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, listen, I mean, I haven't tried it. I'm not going to knock it. I know it's for charity and things like that. But um, why don't they put Snoop on the box? Like what they did for like the Durkios. Not even like a whole dog. Like, I don't yeah. even, was that a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was, it was a like, wolf. It was like a panda. So how do you feel about all those? Like, because you know, like DeAndre Hopkins has a cereal, like the cereals that they sell at like Hot Topic, all those random like Funkos yeah. and stuff. Like, how do you feel about all those? Is it just collector's items or is it actually for human consumption? No, no, I, I wouldn't put those in my mouth. Okay. I think there's like a little disclaimer, like, you know, it's either going to cause cancer or death. So <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't eat those people, but they are very cool. Like they come with little toys. Uh, and, and, and I don't know, like I, they look good on your shelf. You know, if you have yeah. like, I have a beautiful wife who let me put up some shelving in our kitchen and, yeah, I see it. I think it's on the left side of everything. It's like a little cutout. Like exactly. That's cereal. Exactly. It's, it's nothing compared to what you guys have, but it, it's cool because when folks come on in the house, um, we have like a pretty white kitchen and, and uh, just kind of like basic colors. And then you have like that pop of color, which is like, I'm sort of like, Oh, I want to see this. Like you take that out. Can we see, look at that? Um, so it's a cool thing to kind of keep on your shelf. I, would I say. think like the aesthetic of your page, like really pops out. It's all like elegant and fancy looking. She must've decorated okay. the whole kitchen. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, look at these nice granite countertops and all this <laughs> stuff. So at this point, I'm pretty sure um, everyone assumes that you don't buy cereal at all because everything is given to you. Do you actually buy cereal from time to time? I buy cereal all the time. All the all, time? All the time. Um, uh, if you look like, so in my in my kitchen, like the one, the one stuff on the left is like all like the kind of collector's items. But then there's a whole other section on the right. Looks like a tornado. <laughs> and it's just like stuff that I'm just in my rotation right now. Got it. And then, um, so let's move on to like what I, like, I don't like being crucial of people because I do understand like ratings and Yelp reviews, but it's like, I feel like in the, the state of the cereal community, it isn't that good right now because there's really no creativity. I spoke on it earlier that I think like every bright idea they have, they just add marshmallows. If it's Kellogg's, they just make the little rings a different color and call it like, I, I get it for like when the movies are coming out, but I'm like unicorn cereal and then like candy corn, caddy corn cereal. It's like, they just keep putting out the same thing, just changing, calling it a different berry. Cause that's what they do with the berry cereals. Oh, this is super berry. This is berry berry. Like, like how do you feel about the lack of creativity? Like one thing I do give credit to posts cause I think they went and got with like hostess and all these other brands and they're collabing trying to make, you know, different types of cereal from our favorite snacks. So I'd give them a lot more credit than I do the other people. But like, do you think we're in a good place? Like we're not in the place that we were uh, in like the seventies and eighties. Like I wasn't, even, I wasn't around then, you know, but I mean, I, that's why I post a lot about the nostalgia because like that was like a golden era for, for cereals, you know, like the people in charge under like, you know, they had to believe that if they put out a good product, something that tastes really good, something that's, um, you know, very innovative, it would sell. And I believe that's still the case, but the safer route for these companies is to just, you know, partner with a movie and then, you know, formula for it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, so it's not a good feeling, uh, to, to be in that situation, but, um, it's slow, very, very slow innovation, uh, I would say. And, um, but what I do like is the art. I, I love art big fan Definitely. of it and and some of the box art that they're doing is like just makes me really happy uh so so they're definitely investing in the art um i know the dude uh ed who does the art for 
Captain Crunch is is has been like a longtime follower of Serial Life and comments on some of the posts, especially the Captain Crunch ones. And he's just like he's been doing it for years, and he's just like a- absolutely amazing. Like the different cool. Halloween ones, I'm sure it's somewhere here are are awesome. Like uh, I made a post once of just like all the Halloween crunches projections of evolution of evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's really special. So um, box art thumbs up. They're but a lot of them are kind of gimmicky and. Point. We're not going to give them too much of our time. So, um, so like, th- I guess, like, this speaks on what I talked about earlier about, like, Kellogg's and I think even Post. Like, I noticed that they really don't use that many influencers to, like, release their products or to kind of push their products. And I think that the, like, we've already, we've built our pages with their customers. So why not use us? It's like they have unlimited budgets for one. And it's like they're putting out a cereal that just pops up on the shelf. No one really knows about it because everybody's going to, Everybody has their cereal in their mind already what they're going to get. So, like, why not use us to boost, you know, some of their sales and then they won't get rid of cereals that people like us that actually try, you know, because I, I don't think that's fair. Like, you know, there's like like when they got rid of the cinnamon frosted flakes, I'm like, why? These are one of the best ones, even the banana ones. Like, these are some of the best ones you guys have put out and you guys just get rid of them and keep chocolate around. Like, right. Like, why not use us more? Do you think I, it's just I, their policy? I totally agree. I think that that's the number one. Like, influencers in this space are totally underutilized. <laughs> I can I can send you, like, you know, the community I have is, is great. I'm sure it's just great, too. But, like, it's just the amount of engagement we've been getting um, over the past, uh, just, the, like, in one month. It's, like, the, the millions and millions and millions. And then I've had experience reaching out to different companies. I'm just like, hey, guys, you know, um, Look, look what's going on. We have potential to do like some really great things and push a lot of cereals here uh, and create something together. And then they're like, oh, no, well, you know, cereal is cool anyway. You know, all we do is, you know, we'll send you free boxes because, you know, cereal is cool anyway. It's just like, but like, you know, if 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 you like supported the page uh, in a little bit of a deeper way, then like I could spend so much more time creating amazing content like I, I, I. I really do this like my wife, my my brother Zoe, um, like we just do this because like we have fun doing it. But like sometimes it's like a lot of hours filming and a lot of hours editing, and 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 writing copy and um, and and we like we love what we do. Don't get me wrong, but like if we got a little bit of money for it, like I can say okay, okay job. Maybe I'll take um, something else that's a little bit low key, so I could you know, also support my family and do things, but also create amazing content for you guys. And that content will just get even better and better. Um, so, and, uh, yeah. I was like, I even see like on LinkedIn, I went that route. Let me just try to find all the marketing people for these. And I'm like, you guys have like 30 people who do marketing for all this stuff. And they're all doing the same thing because it's what they were taught in school. They're not out here learning about these algorithms and what people like. And I, I just think they're missing. They can pay us so much smaller money not that we want any less money but it's going to be more quality because it's all just like super digitized like who can sam flies in like commercials and it's like you don't have to spend that kind of money anymore like they're literally wasting money paying people who really don't know anything about cereal they just went to college and got a degree for marketing and now they have a job like i think that they're definitely um missing missing the boat because i'm gonna market your like imagine like right now i'm on the strip like we get like literally 50 million people visit Las Vegas a year. If that whole top row, if I rate, if I moved all of our cereal boxes down and put 30 boxes of Fruity Pebbles, like why not use this when you can? But that's a whole another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. So, okay. So how do you feel when you don't like a cereal? Are you open about it? Like, how do you, like, do you not want to damage the relationship with these brands when they put out BS? 
I I will say that like a cereal that would give a zero, I may give a give a three, but but that's it. Like <laughs> like like I I don't want to like I don't want to put down it. I there's especially a lot of indie businesses that are here and they're like you know they're kind of trying to create something um, new. Like when like for example like the Magic Spoon, right? When they first they first started sending me things like four years ago, and this was like just two two guys from New York. Um, just trying to make trying to make a living, kind of selling some healthy cereals and starting up a company. Like, I, I don't like giving those guys like absolute zero zero. I like to focus on okay, well, like you know, they're they're high in protein. They're for this type of person. Uh, but otherwise, like I, I, I'm I'm honest. I'm honest yeah. with my reviews. Like especially with the big companies, like you got to pull your, your your pants up. You know, you you guys have a lot of uh, you have. There's no reason for you guys to be putting out um, something that's either not creative. Uh, or just bad, you know. And if not, I'll I'll let the people know because that's that's a big part of why we're here. Job. And yeah. that was like getting away from my bias of cinnamon toast crunch because there's been a couple that I've had to kind of like shake my head at. I wasn't too fond of the apple pie toast crunch, and then the, uh, I think that the uh, cinnagram toast crunch let me down. Like, because literally I can just mix the cinnamon toast crunch and honeygrams, add more cinnamon toast crunch because I think it's missing the sweetness of it. So like me having to like. And I hate the ch- I hate the chocolate churros and like I think the churros uh, get soggy, soggy on the outside and then they're still hard in the middle. I think that te- I think that cereal is too thick. Yeah. Like so, I do have some. So I'm not completely biased, but cinnamon toast crunch does make the best cereals ever. But yeah, so I just I realized that like I have to be honest and I have to hold myself responsible for that same. Yeah, I definitely don't want to give anybody a zero because like my taste buds aren't god when it comes to cereal because I probably have the worst taste buds. Period. But I try I try to keep it as honest as I can. But sometimes like I I've spit them out and threw them away and they're just zeros. But, you know, but yeah, I that, think we have to do that. Like that, that keto. You, you, you get those that keto cereal. Yeah. I, like I said, it's not yeah. for us, but I'm like, come on, like somebody had to try this. Like just oh. add some like find some kind of natural sweetener if it's honey or something to try <laughs> to change it. But just stop putting out this stuff. And then the, it's even worse, the customers who pretend to like it, like, oh, my God, you should try this yeah, keto. It's, no, it's, it's no, not there. I, I, it's not for us. That's all it is. And so that's why I try not to. I understand that other people might like it because some people like Fruity Pebbles and I don't. And I get bashed for that. And so um, how often do you actually eat cereal? Let's take out, take away the content. Like how often like is it part of your diet? There'll be like some weeks where I just eat it like once. And then there's some weeks where I have it like every day every night so I, I don't like i don't eat cereal in the morning you mentioned that too we've got a lot in common i don't eat cereal in the morning really because i actually feel that um for me it, it kind of tires me out it's like like a lot of sugar right in the morning um yeah, yeah, yeah exactly i get the, i feel the crash big time just my system i also don't eat cereal before working out uh, a big crash like i get tired i think it's maybe maybe it's even the milk for me working out is the best wake up for me like if i actually get out and work out like my days yeah. are so much better so that must means why i haven't had a good day in about three months because <laughs> i haven't worked out right so i you know uh, for me it's evening time that's that's for sure or like right when i get back from work all right we touched on it a little bit earlier let's move on to the crunch bowl yeah sure all right so how did it get started how did when did you join into the whole conversation and what is your role with crunch bowl sure so i was actually helping out like a uh, non-profit community center uh, kind of like a startup. It's called Virtual JCC, and it was just a little project we made during the pandemic because, like, all these community centers were closed and people couldn't engage. And a lot of people were home, especially like older people. 
so we created like this Netflix for like community and uh, there was fitness programs on it. There were community like musicians would come on and play some songs. It was mainly targeted towards like an older crowd, like probably like 50, 60 plus. But most of the people were like probably between like 70, like 65, 70 who tune in. And, uh, and, and we just like, we reached out to our connections, like our, uh, Jennifer, our booking, one of our booking agents who's also the director of like programming there. She found uh, a connection with Ethan Zahn and Ethan came on the show and he started talking about Survivor. This was before like the season aired. And then okay. in the backstage, like I was in the backstage cause I would host some of the cooking shows too. And, um, and Ethan was talking about like a, a cereal bowl he made. And then like everyone like immediately like their zoom window, like you could tell he looked <laughs> at me. And I was like, wait, hold on. I know a thing or two about cereal. So then we, we, uh, we connected offline. And he told me about the cereal project that he, he was on sh a show with Billy Mays in uh, like years and years ago. He, w he, he won the show Survivor at first. And then he went on David Letterman. And he, like, he wrote Inventor on one of his uh, like kind of call sheets. So the yeah. first thing Letterman asks him, he's like, congrats on Survivor. What do you invent? And then he goes, the crunch bowl. Uh, oh. The cereal bowl that keeps your cereal crunchy all day long. He explained it. And then, uh, so he was on a show with Billy Mays after that. Billy Mays died. Uh, he got cancer twice. And he, he, he yeah, he uh, fought it and, and overcame it twice. And then, like, it just never got off the ground. And then, like, like we're like, let's do it. Started the Kickstarter. Raised some money. And uh, and here we are today. We have a, a cereal bowl. That, uh, it's a really good quality cereal bowl. Definitely. Um, it's one of my, it's like my favorite because I hate soggy cereal. So like that bowl was made perfectly for me. And like, uh, like, and I understand like back, I can, I'm not going to say back in his day, like it was so long, but I can see why, you know, cause that's when you needed to have money for commercials and average. but now you can just throw it online, a couple viral videos here or there, and it can really blow up. So like, what has been the difficulties about launching this business? What are some issues you guys, I mean, obviously the pandemic came and messed up supplies and cost and everything. So what's been like the worst and the hard parts? Yeah. Delays are really, really tough. Um, dealing with China uh, is tough because that's where we're, we're, you know, we can afford to make the bowl. Eventually we do want to get it to like the United States and we're kind of working on that right now. But uh, dealing with anything manufacturing overseas is pretty tough. Um, Especially the language barriers and making sure your molds are this and exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? Like I, I didn't like, this has been such an amazing learning experience. Um, cereal life was like supposed to be just like a community for people who love cereal to get together and, and, and converse. Um, there's been some merch over the years. Uh, you got something coming your way soon. And, oh, and it's the long sleeve shirt that I wanted. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, it actually, it actually is a one of one. I'll say okay. that. Um, but uh, yeah, but there's been some merch and that's kind of taken a pause, but I'm like, I'm, I'm looking forward to starting that again very, very soon. And, and then like the bowl came along and it's just like, it's just like what you do when you create cool cereal, um, like snacks and things like that. You just, you just do it and you try it. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But with the crunch bowl, I just think it's like a really fun product, a very cool product that everyone should have on their shelves and took a jump at it. And here we are. And I, I think that we're still in the very beginning phases of it all, but I know that, you know, um, I believe in the product. So I think in time, it's just going to become something pretty, pretty sweet. Where do you want it to go? Like, and I, I mean, obviously, let's sell, let's make a million, billion dollars. But like, do you want to have it like in your regular like uh, stores for like even like, like Walmart, Target, where you can buy bowls and stuff like that? Or do you want to just keep it online exclusively? Like, what do you want it? Uh, like, how do you want to distribute these? 
it, it'd be cool to have them in stores. It'd be cool to have them here too. Um, they're coming. They're coming. Uh, you know, but I, I think that like, uh, the more we think about it, the more we think about like other cool serial inventions, right? And one of the innovations here is that I think we may actually go like biodegradable disposable um for you know stadiums arenas things like that especially perfect for us we can get rid of these boring white bowls that we have here yeah yeah so uh that's probably the next phase of the crunch bowl but uh we're still a little bit ways away you know this is it's we're just trying to um make people first one out there (laughs) yeah yeah just trying to make people's life a little bit more crunchy and uh that's a good one yeah so like i don't when it comes to our cereal challenge, like I don't know how people do it because everything gets soggy at the bottom. I'm like, that 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 would be the no go for me. But I definitely hate soggy cereal, so I eat it so fast and I almost choke on it. So maybe I do. But the <laughs> Crunch Bowl has uh, fixed all those problems for me. Have you uh, ever done the challenge yourself? No. Have you tried it? Do I look crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no. I love I love how you get on TikTok and you you're like you don't hold anything back. Like this guy thought he could take the challenge. This guy was a but, total idiot. And like, like that's <laughs> like the thing is for me is like that's I guess because I'm I, I do play a lot of jokes, but un, it's very unfortunate. Like I'm not gonna say the algorithm wants negativity, but that's what stops people in their tracks. Like on TikTok and now Reels, you have three to five seconds to get their attention. So I have to I literally yeah. it's like your caption for your post, but now you have to verbalize it. So I'm like, okay, what what will like, like the post that we had hit like 8 million a couple of weeks ago is this kid was only 10 years old. Like, you know, it's just yeah. little stuff <laughs> that makes people stop or like this person is stupid for thinking they can pick. Like, I don't mean any disrespect towards them, but I, I'm pretty sure they all came in by seeing a serial challenge uh, video. Right. So I'm pretty sure they want their video to do good. So I just have to like try to find something negative and just be like that devil's advocate. Like I, I figured out that's what works for me. It's slight negativity and that's but that's the world we live in nobody wants to be like hey you're doing great your uh your bowls are flying off the shelf they want to know how you did it so they can do it but they don't they don't really care they want to be like oh you're struggling like that's why i made this podcast let's talk about the bad stuff that you don't see behind the scenes because if they don't understand what entrepreneurs go through every day like it's just a roller coaster and it's like one day our life is literally coming to an end the next day we think we're going to be millionaires. And then the third day it's like, we're okay. I quit. Like, so it's just like, that's kind of what it's about. So I just try to find negative, negative things that are kind of lighthearted and fun to make my videos go more viral. Yeah. But that's that arc, right? Cause when you start off negative and then at the end, they either uh, complete the challenge or they go further than they should have. Everyone's like, Oh yeah. Like, like everyone's just happy inside. Right. So you have, you have to get their attention somehow. And I, I, I wish that all my videos would just be like, Hey, we have a serial challenge and everybody's like, yay. But yeah. it's like, how do I get 2 million views one day and then like 37,000 the next day, which is not a light number, but for the number of followers we have, it's a little low for us. And then like, right. but I've learned to stop looking at like the analytics of it. Yeah. Like, you know, if one does good, you know, I definitely look at that, but it's like, I can't control it. So I just have to kind of just post it post three videos a day that I try and just let them do what they do and use the same video for all three platforms, YouTube shorts, uh, Instagram and TikTok. And that's, that's not, that's nine different places that I have a chance to go viral. So, yeah, you say like, it sounds so easy, like three posts, three videos a day. It's like, dude, you're a machine. Like that, that has to be like, like, cause like my wife deals with like the day-to-day operations of the store for the most part. So like I do like maintenance or creativity with milkshakes and then social media. Cause it's either, 
if I'm not going to do it, I'm going to have to pay somebody to do it, but I can't really afford to pay somebody that's going to do it as much as I do it. Right. So I just, I just, it's literally like the last video that blew up, I recorded ice on a, a cup in a bowl and <laughs> I did a voiceover. Like that took no effort really, but it's like, I have to, like, that's really like what, what really works. And if I don't do it, then, you know, we lose momentum. Cause I, I honestly probably didn't post this whole weekend and it's like, damn, like I'm messing up. Like right. I have to get back on it. So it's a job. Too. It's I a, it's literally a job yeah. inside of all this stuff that I have to spend, you know, 15 hours, 20 hours a week, just creating content. And like what I tell people is like, I want serial killers to be a media company that happens to have a business, you know, attached to it. Cause I figure if I can get all the views, everything else is going to translate to customers in the store. So that's why I spend so much time trying to do different podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, like all that crazy stuff, just not LinkedIn. Cause I've tried and I get like three, <laughs> three, no one cares about us there, but think well firstly dude you're killing it and it's just a, it's an honor to be here and do that man uh, how do you deal with like the negative comments there was one person who commented just yesterday and i uh, i think i did a review on like uh hocus pocus cereal and he goes uh, uh skinny boys have no business giving cereal reviews <laughs> like well firstly like i i wear like a large to xl but um you know, <laughs> and, that's, that's, and I got some, I got some belly fat too. That's but. a good question because I, uh, I used to be, I'm not going to say like, like it was not like emotional from like, uh, I'm, I'm passive aggressive and I'm very defensive, like, especially about something you put so much into. And like, I had to learn with like Yelp and stuff that like, you, you can't please everybody. So, uh, like this is, this happened a couple months ago. Somebody went into our store and was like, it's too, the vibe in here, like, the, you know, the decorations is cool, the, the, everything was good, but I give it a three stars because, like, it wasn't, like, lively, like, the music, they didn't have any music playing, the TVs weren't that loud, and it's like, okay, like, but your ice cream was good, so why three stars? But then th that same week, it was, oh, I went in there, and it was just so loud, I couldn't hear myself, uh -huh. they need, I'm like, how, I, I realize, like, you can't please everybody, like, someone got a milkshake um, and then added frosted flakes and then went and complained. It was one of our ones that are already established, like already one of the specialty milkshakes that are the ingredients are already included. They added frosted flakes to it and then went on there and said it was too sweet. I was like, mm -hmm. you literally added frosted flakes. Like, so it's just, I, I just, and I get a lot of, like people say, like if you go through our posts, most of it is like, oh, diabetes, diabetes are people from your country, I'm going to say. Now they're like, tell me you're American without telling me you're American. Because <laughs> like, but I'm like, people think that people are eating these crazy things all the time. It's, it's, it's a treat, bro. Like what you do in your diet, that's your business. And like, I hate, like, I'm probably going to stop posting like the kids doing the cereal challenge, even though like we know they're not eating that much of it because obviously they're kids, but like the comments are just so mean and like, I don't want kids feeling bullied, especially like about their weight and stuff. Cause like I say, it's on the content side, it's great. It's amazing for us, but like, I don't want it at somebody else's expense unless like what their parents have to sign the waiver. And if they're cool with it, fine. Because a lot of people do do the challenge when I'm here so they can be on the TikTok. So I get that part. So I just let them know that like people are mean and so pretty to summon all up. I just don't even, I don't clap back anymore every now and then. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, we had, like, an NFL player the other day, like, I'll destroy your challenge. 
And then I was like, well, I'll lock you up because you play receiver. I'm like, yeah. I'll lock you up. And then we had a jewelry company. They had like 90,000 followers. They were like, uh, oh, this is all diabetes. So I went on their page and stuff. I said, I heard all the diamonds are fake. <laughs> like, <laughs> like sometimes I do get back and yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's so much stuff has happened. Like a, a lady came in and her dog peed all over the floor oh. and then we kicked her dog out and then they go on Yelp. Like they literally took the ice cream, like not a milkshake, an ice cream, poured water in it and was like, our ice cream is so, <laughs> it's like a milkshake. Like people do crazy stuff because this internet gives them power, but they don't understand that I'm from, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's how I deal with it. How about you? <laughs> well, you know what? And that's, that's the thing. I think that's, this is why it's great that you're doing this podcast because people are like, okay, these are, these are, these are just people, you know, these are just people who, um, you know, happen to take a leap and start a business and start a venture and like, okay, so like things aren't perfect. Like what in your life is perfect? Like what? Absolutely. Like name something, nothing, nothing is perfect. If you're an entrepreneur, everybody thinks you're rich and have all this money. And I'm like, yes. where's it at? Exactly. Please, please show me, please show me. Let me see my bank account. It looks yeah. the same yeah. for years. When the, when the reality is that you're, you're working like, you know, 10 times harder for like maybe a marginal, uh, uh, you know, success. And that, that's, that's only like, if you're one of the good ones. Um, like I had a couple businesses. Uh, I started one called the gadget guides. It was a business that, that taught seniors how to use technology. Um, give me your number for my mom, please. Yeah, exactly. That's what everyone, you know, and, and it was good. It was going well. It was kind of like a tutoring service and then, um, pandemic hit and it was a good time to like, to, to like evolve. But I just, I just like, I couldn't afford it. Um, so unfortunately that one went down and, um, but I, I just do remember it being like really hard, um, but also really rewarding. Uh, so um, for, for, for you folks, like, you know, just I just I, I try to treat everyone with like love and respect. Um, also, we're in Vegas and we, we did a timeshare. Uh, my advice. Can I swear on this thing? No, I can't. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. It's, there's no FCC uh, or anything. Uh, <laughs> fuck timeshares. <laughs> just just. <Wow. laughs> That's, and like, no, not while like, oh my God, he said that. Like, I just, I, we just went to Mexico uh, for like a little two day trip. We just got away and I got a timeshare story I'll share with you after. But yeah. I don't think everybody wants to hear my timeshare story. So be nice to everyone except for timeshares. Uh, not worth it. Just never do it. Um, <laughs> we can talk about it later, man. It was like, oh man. They wine and dine you. They really make you feel they, good at first. Yeah, but then they give you nothing. Like, I know, I, but anyways. It's no one and no one here is listening for timeshares. So, <laughs> yeah, man. So that's pretty much our show. So, uh, where can we find you? What are your handles? Any things? Where can we find the Crunch Bowl stuff like that? Sure. Yeah. So, Serial uh, Life on Instagram and now TikTok. You've inspired that. I'm gonna, gonna be regularly posting there. Uh, one word: Serial Life and uh, the Crunch Bowl. Available today at mycrunchbowl.com. Um, if you listen to this podcast, uh, send me a DM. Uh, I respond to every single DM. And um, I'd love to uh, chat it up. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks. I appreciate your time. Have a good one.